0: Welcome to the Health Coaches Classroom. I am your host, Emma Gould, owner and founder of the Mind Body Coaching Academy, where I certify and educate aspiring and current health professionals in the mind body approach to health. I teach them how to confidently dig deep with their clients, incorporate mindset work into their practice, and build the business of their dreams. This classroom will bring you weekly knowledge, empowerment, and the value-packed training that you need to own your passion, start coaching with confidence, and pursue your calling to transform lives. As your host, I am here to guide your journey to becoming the best and most confident health coach you can possibly be, and I can't wait to get the journey started. So let's go ahead and dive into the episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Health Coaches Classroom. On today's episode, we are going to be diving into the top three struggles that you are going to face as a health coach and how to make sure that you can avoid these as best as you possibly can. So being a health coach might seem very glamorous from the outside, but if I'm being honest with you guys, it's hard work and there are definitely struggles that are going to come your way. There's going to be a roadblocks that come your way, but in the end of the day, if you are able to push through, you're able to get through these struggles or work to avoid them, I guarantee you that the results you're going to be able to get for yourself the transformations you're gonna be able to provide for the people you work with are going to make it all worth it but my job as the coach as the teacher on this podcast is to help you guys have the most flawless seamless journey as possible and that's why i wanted to pop on to share with you guys these couple of struggles that you are going to face or you might have already faced and how you can make sure that you avoid them in the future so we're going to go ahead and dive right in Struggle number one that happens to a lot of us. And this is something that we honestly don't even realize is often happening because we are people who feel so much. As a health coach, I can almost guarantee that you are somebody who is very caring, who is very loving, who might even be consider themselves an empath, is somebody who really picks up on other people's emotions and is able to kind of feel for them on a very deep level. And in one hand, this is what makes you an amazing coach because you're able to listen to your clients, you're able to empathize with them. You're you're able to understand them on a deeper level, and you're able to help them work through what is really keeping them stuck. But Where this can become a struggle for you as a health coach is when you wind up getting emotionally invested in your clients and in their journey. And sometimes this can even be translated to becoming more emotionally invested in your client's transformation than they are. So first things first, we always want to make sure that your clients are more invested in their journey and care more about their journey than you do as the coach. If they don't, their success is going to be very, very difficult to find. But again, going back to this struggle as the coach that you're going to be facing is getting emotionally invested in your client's journey. Now, I want to set a side note here that I do not mean that you shouldn't care about your clients or their journey. Of course, if you are a good coach, you should care very deeply about your clients. You should care about your client's transformation. You should care about them struggling to the point that it motivates you to show up for them, to help them, to work through the struggles with them. But what we want to avoid is you getting emotionally invested in their journey, meaning when they're struggling, you're struggling. When they have a problem, you have a problem. We don't want you to get attached to their success, both from the level of feeling like a failure if they aren't finding it, and also that their energy and what they're experiencing throughout the week isn't affecting your energy as the coach. So if you are finding yourself getting emotionally very attached or emotionally invested in your clients and your journeys, there is one thing that you need to do to make sure that you can avoid this struggle. And this is to set boundaries. Setting boundaries as a coach is not a way for you to avoid your client or seem like you are unavailable to your client. But instead, these boundaries are a way to make sure that your client is not taking over your life any more than you are taking over your own life. When we work with clients, especially if you are talking to your clients daily, weekly, it's very easy to get super invested in what they're doing, get very knowledgeable about what their day-to-day looks like, which is great, but we want to make sure that we're setting these boundaries in place to keep separation between your own life and theirs. So a couple of the best ways to do this is firstly to set time boundaries, making sure that you're not answering your client's messages at two in the morning at 6am, but that you're setting boundaries of when you're going to reply to them, meaning that when you are communicating with your client, this is within the confines of your work hours of your workday, so that you can kind of compartmentalize that this is something that's happening at work and not in your day-to-day life. Now, the other boundary that's really important to set is to not get too personal. Of course, you're going to build a relationship with these clients. You're going to talk about things, and I don't mean that they need to know that you're not in a relationship or that you're, uh, you know, live in. Wisconsin, whatever it might be, but I want you to make sure that you are keeping your personal, your private life away from your clients and vice versa, that you want to make sure when you're having conversations that they are talking to you about information that is pertinent to their journey with you. That's, you know, that actually has to do with their health and with their journey and not so much with everything. So You know, if they had a fight with their significant other that led them to emotionally eat, okay, that's great. But if you're finding that a lot of your calls, they are sitting there just complaining about their mom, then that is an opportunity for you to step up and set the boundary that, hey, I want to make sure that when we're talking, we are focused on your health journey, on what's going on with you in your body in your emotions around your health and working from there. So making sure that you're putting up these boundaries where they need to be so that you as the coach are able to keep your personal life separate from what you're doing with work. Now, the last one, which is really going to be for you and kind of goes along with that first boundary that I talked about is making sure that you are having separation between your work and your life. Life. So the best way to do this is to set yourself work hours. And even if these are sporadic throughout the day, that's okay. But making sure that when you are in work mode, you are in work mode. And that when you step away from that, you are stepping away. Just like if you were working in an office, you wouldn't always bring your work home with you. This is the same thing. Even though you might physically be working at home, we want to make sure that you are keeping your business, keeping your work, keeping your clients work away with your work time and not in your personal lifetime. Now, the last boundary that I want to talk about in relation to making sure that you are avoiding getting emotionally invested in your clients is to make sure that you are actually understanding what the confidentiality is of the conversations you're having with your clients. It is really easy to talk to a client and then want to go talk to your friend about, oh, I was talking to this client and she told me about blah, blah, blah. But I want you guys to remember that as a coach, everything that's said between you and your clients, whether it's on a message, whether it's on a call, unless it has been expressed to you that it is okay for you to share it, that information is confidential and where this helps is again with that compartmentalization that when you are talking to your clients it's like as if you were in a therapy session with them you're not going to go out and talk about that to somebody else and what this does is help you kind of leave the information that you're talking about in the confines of that about that conversation of your talking to them and not moving out of that so that is going to be the first struggle that you're gonna face as a health coach and how to make sure that you can avoid that successfully moving on to struggle number two is going to be having a client client that doesn't see results. Now, this is something that as a coach, if you have not experienced yet, I promise you, you will experience. And first thing right off the bat that I want to express is that this has nothing to do with your abilities as a coach. You can be the best coach in the world and still have a really hard time helping your client to see results and it doesn't have anything to do with you. So how can we avoid this? How can we make sure that your client is actually getting the results that they want to get? First things first is to make sure that you are doing the deeper work, the mindset work with them to figure out what's keeping them stuck from seeing results. This often has to do with self worth, with their confidence, with limiting beliefs, which with any sort of resistance that they're ha- that they're having, they're having, having thing. So being able to dive in with them when they struggle to see results and really talk about what's going on underneath the surface, not from a physical level, but instead from a mental and emotional level to work through that is going to be highly beneficial. Now, what I do want to say because. That is a whole separate topic. If you guys are interested to learn more about how to do that deeper work, go ahead to our website, which is mindbodycoachingacademy.com. We have a slew of resources on there for you guys to learn how to do that work. Also check out past podcasts. We have a lot of episodes on that sort of work as well. But what I do really want to talk about is that there is going to come a time where you are going to do that deeper work with your client. You are going to dive in with them and they still may struggle to see results. Now, this is where it comes down to the struggle that you are going to face as a coach. Because what happens when your client is struggling to see results? Well, as the coach, as that emotionally, you know, aware being an individual that I know you are, you're going to feel like a failure. And this is why I preface this entire thing by saying that it's not your fault. There are some clients who come to work with you, and truthfully, they aren't ready for that work. There is so much inner work that needs to be done before somebody is ready to get on that transformation that you are capable of giving them. Now, of course, that is where the deeper work comes in, that you're going to try to work through some of that stuff and try to give them some of that personal development. But in the end of the day, that still may not be enough and that's okay. And what this really is, is an opportunity for you to realize that your client just isn't quite ready yet. So you wanna understand how can you serve them for where they're at right now? What can you give them for where they're at right now? And if you go through your entire program with them and they're still struggling, This is the opportunity for you to bless and release. And what I mean by this is to wish your client the absolute best, make sure that you have given them all the tools you possibly can to help them achieve success, maybe even have the conversation with them about, you know, I think this is what you really need to go work on. I really think that you need to go do some personal exploration of really finding the deeper motivation of, you know, what you want this transformation to look like. Go work on yourself for a little bit and then you're going to have all the tools to be able to go out and do that so we bless them we wish them the best we give them all the tools that we can and then we release we don't think about how we failed them how we've left them out to dry as long as you have shown up you have given them everything that you told them you were going to give to them you showed up for them they showed up as much as they could you've had those open conversations about how they could be showing up more you've dug deeper then it's time to release them and say you know what When they are ready, they're going to have all the tools at their fingertips to go out and find that transformation to find that success, but they aren't ready yet, and that's okay. You're going to release them, you're going to let them go, and you're going to move forward from there. So that is going to be the second struggle that you're going to face and how you are going to be able to handle it. Now, the third and final struggle that you are going to face as a coach is showing up for your clients when you don't want to. So there is going to come times with your clients when you need to show up for them and maybe you're having a bad day, you're having a bad week, you're stuck in a negative mindset. This is going to happen. Now, when this happens, this is not an opportunity for you to just say, screw it to your clients and not show up for them. Especially if your clients are paying you, it is your obligation to show up for them. But It's also okay to not have a good day and to be having a hard time and not wanting to show up with them. So the best way that you can make sure that to avoid this is firstly to have a plan in place for what to do, what actions can you take as the coach to help increase your energy. So maybe if you know that you have a client call that day and your energy is low, get up in the morning, go for a workout, go move your body, get your blood flowing. If you need to go out and you know just go listen to some music and lie in the sun for a little bit, go do that. If you need to go get a coffee, go do that. Whatever, it needs, whatever you need to do to boost your energy, to boost your inspirational levels, to get yourself moving, to show up for them, have that in place ahead of time to make that happen. Now, the other thing that you are going to be doing to make sure that you can avoid this is to remember your mission. Remember what you are here to do in the first place. Remember the transformation that you are providing to this client. Remember what she needs from you, right? So remember that you are here to serve her and make sure that you are able to kind of use that knowledge, use that remembering of your own why, of your own mission to encourage you to show up. And the last and final way is kind of what I mentioned earlier, to remember that your client is paying you. And that even if you are having a bad day, this is your opportunity to challenge your own self, to become your own highest self, to practice your own personal development and show up even when it's hard. Show up because you know that your client needs you to show up for them. They are You know, trusting you to show up for them. They are paying you to show up for them. So you do it, right? It's just like if you were having a bad day and you didn't want to show up to work, but you didn't have any days off left. So guess what? You show up and you do what you can. You do your absolute best. And then if you need to take the rest of the day off afterward, go for it. Do it. So those are going to be the three biggest struggles that you are going to face as a health coach and some ways to make sure that you can avoid them and continue to work successfully. So with all of that being said, I am going to be coming on with some more episodes about these kind of ideas of some of these different struggles that people don't always want to talk about guys, because they're not glamorous, right? This isn't me telling you guys how to go out there and make a million dollars. This is me saying, sometimes this work is hard. Sometimes being a health coach is emotionally and mentally draining, but I want to make sure that you have the tools in your back pocket to continue showing up for your clients, to continue being the awesome, badass coach that I know you are capable of being and I know you already are and that's exactly what I want to show you guys today. So I would love to hear from you guys. What are some struggles that you face? Have you ever dealt with any of these things? How did you overcome them? But I would love to hear from you guys if you want to shoot me a DM on Instagram at Coaching Academy, letting me know some of the struggles that you would love for me to dive into that you might be facing as a health coach or might be worried that you're going to face or have faced and how to overcome them, how to avoid them. And I will definitely be sure to include those in future episodes. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode here I love you guys so much I hope that you're having a wonderful day staying strong going out there and showing up for the people that need you and that is going to wrap up today's episode I love you guys and I'll talk to you on the next one bye thank you for tuning in to the health coaches classroom if you enjoyed today's episode be sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a quick five-star rating and short review on what it is that you love about our show if there was something in this episode that truly spoke to you, be sure to take a quick screenshot of you listening and post it over on your Instagram stories, tagging us at Health coaches Classroom, so that we can share what you took away from this episode with our community and with yours. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next episode.